Yo! <laughs> How's it going, everybody? Uh, welcome to episode 18 of The Chop. Nice. 18. Um, yeah, 18. Moving on up, moving on up. Welcome. To the east side, to a deluxe apartment in the sky. Welcome, welcome. That's a, that's a gas song. <laughs> but yeah, welcome, everybody. Um, we're going to get into it today. We're going to um, yeah, recap man. a little event that we went to and talk about the organization that we helped out with. Um, yeah, man, it was, it was crazy. You want to go a little bit on that? Yeah, well, for those of you that don't know, it was my 22nd birthday, the 11th on, on last Friday. Cough clap, cough clap. <laughs> and uh, yeah, man, the next day, Saturday the 12th, we had Maya's house. And for those of you that don't know, I Maya. mean, we were, is it a Maya? Maya, yeah. Um, Clear there. Yeah. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, that was the best birthday present I could have gotten. Honestly, it was. Day of service. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I guess we post a little bit about it. Um, I guess if you watch podcasts, but aren't on, I guess, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you didn't know, but it was an awesome house project. Uh, we teamed up with Rooted 303. We actually got these shirts from. Yeah. Which I was like, we definitely need some of those. We rise by lifting others. Come on. Yeah, and it just kind of, you just kind of went you know rise rise grind repeat. Come yeah, on. immediately. Um, yeah, super uh, super badass. Um, their whole thing, I guess, was like, you know, it's it's really about when other services end for people. You know, that's when their service starts for people. Yep. And um, we got introduced from from Matt Starkey over with the uh, Hunter Evans Foundation. Um, and we actually don't have, we didn't take, we didn't really take any pictures or videos while we were there, but, um, they're actually working on a video. Um, so hopefully we could share that with you guys. It was really, it was a blast, honestly. Um, yeah, I mean, to go into it, um, I'm sure we could share her story. She, um, she said she loves to yeah. share her story yeah, just to even, talk a little bit on it. Talked about um, her on the podcast, maybe sometime yeah, soon. Yeah. But Amaya is, a a single mother. Um, she battled with addiction and homelessness for a while and is actually now 11 years sober. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how recently, but, you know, got some custody back, I believe, of her kids. And then actually, sadly, her grandmother passed away about a year ago and left her with a home. Um, so from being homeless to be left with a home was big for her. Um, and yeah. You know, the home just needed a little bit of, you know, picking up, reorganizing, and just creating, you know, we helped to create a space for the kids and for Amaya to feel like comfort and some structure at their house. Yeah, and the the thing that I didn't know when we walked in about about her is that she's just this awesome giving person herself. You yeah, know? And I agree. so, you know, those people that give even when they're struggling... Um, you know, there's something to show for that. So for us to be able to come in, you know, what we didn't know when we walked in was she's also housing, you know, other moms and other children yeah. in this home. So um, we did a lot of landscaping that day. We did a lot of heavy lifting. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. R- RGR brought the muscles. Yeah, I saw that, was, that yeah. post that Ro- Rooted, like, Rooted hey. 303 did. That was awesome. I was yeah. like, that's, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> brought the muscle. It was just so awesome, you know. It was so. Um, it was just it was that community, that that communitas, 
you know, everybody just came together to help this person out. Everybody was super nice. There was never, you know, like it was just, it was a good time. It was a nice day out. Yeah. Um, And service just gives you so much back. It's like rewarding. It's, uh, I mean, it. For me, at least. It gives you everything. It, it gives you like perspective, you know, gratefulness, how good you have it, or um, just the simple fact of, yeah, it makes you feel good. Yeah. It gives you a little taste of, um, you know, that fulfillment or that just like you can't, you can't really explain any better. Like it makes you feel good to yeah. help other people. 100%. It's not, that's not crazy science. That's just, it's pretty ingrained into all humans. Even if you're a terrible person, if you, you know, help somebody, it tends to feel good. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know that, that service definitely brings forth a lot and personally and and a lot of good people together it was yeah i'm definitely i'm glad we got in touch with them thank you matt yeah and, thank uh, you matt evans and the hunter evans foundation for real that was awesome what was um, cool too is this was um hunter's first hero mm-hmm. hunter's heroes yeah that was sweet man um you know matt's whole organization is based off of Helping people out who it's battle. based off of service. Service, yeah, and <laughs> helping people out who are facing adversity. And, you know, uh, the, the Hunter Evans Foundation contributed bedding and some stuffed animals mm-hmm. and, well, like pillowcases. Mm-hmm. Pillows as well. Pillows as well yep. um, for the kids. And I think Mamea's room Honestly, as well, I right? Just, I was just so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You bought all that bedding, all the new bedding. Um, I was honestly just surprised how fat like you know we were, we got there at 9 a.m and we got all the like pretty much emptied the rooms out so they could paint the fact yeah. that we just were able to do that in the time we did and you know give a little surprise vibe and i, I also didn't know that they sent her out on a spa day yeah that was that cool was, too when he was, was talking awesome. about yeah. that yeah um so there's some little details that made it Made it more. On, it's almost like honestly. was that extreme home makeover. Yeah, <laughs> that one. Like, Move that. Yeah, bus. it was. It was. It, it, it was almost like that, dude. At, yeah, at a very I mean, smaller you, scale. You were up in the but... front yard for a while. You, that front yard was awesome. You know the the new. I think the mulch was, 50, movement fifty two eighty. I think yeah, they movement fifty two eighty. Shout out to yeah. you guys donating that mulch. Yeah. Uh, soil as well for the yeah, there was for a, all the, was uh, the work we did. flowers was, and stuff we planted. It was. Um, Man, it's good work. Good, it's f- fulfilling, and it's good work. Um, I'm definitely excited to do some more of that, and hopefully, get, get all you guys in on it a little more. We you know we we did that that with the action center around Thanksgiving. We did the meals, and um, you know, doing this kind of made me realize that you know, that's getting back to the roots, the root, the rooted, rooted <laughs> you know, getting back to the roots of. I know that that's a huge part of the recipe here and in, in fulfillment is, is service for sure. 100%. I mean, <laughs> like we said here, like one of our points that we want to talk about, service is essential. Yeah. I mean, and also what will we write here? Um, yeah, service is a part of your daily routine. It's not a decision you make. Um going to work yeah. even like typically you're doing a service 
for somebody else. Um, yeah. If if you even wake up and you cook a meal for somebody, um, oh, that's one of the biggest. Oh, I just let's do an entire podcast on how uh, food is a form of love. You know, sitting down that is a, that is one of the biggest services. Yeah, <laughs> that's, I think that's coming from Chef Mike. Probably why we're in the uh, the the cooking realm. Love cooking, it's an <laughs> art, dude. It's an art. It is. It truly is. Oh. That's just a good, that's just a crazy, I love that. I love the way that that's, you're, the service you give is kind of up to you, but you do it without even realizing it. Yeah. And you shouldn't hate it. Not at all. I think that's a good, maybe like step back. You know, I actually use that a lot when I'm like, damn, like I would rather be, I'd rather be in this office or not delivering people their milk you know like you have a bad day you have or whatever it may be that's a good little grounding point to just step back and be like like i'm not just deliver like it's a lot easier when like in the summer the kids are out yeah so it's like oh the milkman's here like i you know i get some of that stuff like it's out of a movie (laughs) the good little you know step back and be like i'm not just bringing people their milk like this is bigger than that it's i mean i've i'd love for you to share even the note our neighbor just left you on a bottle of milk you gave him dude yeah like that's a perfect example of the (laughs) service you know oh so i i I had stopped by i went to the dairy and loaded my truck and i had stopped by i i forgot my lunch or something i had stopped by the house in the truck you know and we don't i don't know anybody that really delivers here a lot of this neighborhood's like college kids not really um and yeah so i'd stopped here and on my way out he was outside doing yard work and you know kind of like oh like turned around how's it going like i'm michael i live across the street we haven't met him yet yeah um and i you know he's like oh you know this this, isn't that i you know i used to get morning fresh years ago and um you know when me and my wife, we got down to only a half a gallon a, a week. We figured it wasn't worth, you know, all right. And I was like, well, would you like it? Would you like anything? Like, I'm here, man. And, I, you know, we always bring extras and always bring, like, an extra chocolate to give to a kid or, you know, whatever it may be. People are pretty thankful for chocolate milk. You'd be surprised. Yeah, for um, real. So, you know, I was like, yeah, do you want to, I have regular milk. I, I could give you a chocolate. And he just stopped. He's like. I'll take chocolate. It's been a long time since I've had a chocolate. Uh, and it was just, I don't know. It was cool. It was cool to meet the neighbor that way. Yeah. But then, yeah, last, just last night, he left the bottle back on the porch and had a note, and it said, Michael, thank you for letting me relive my childhood, Greg. Come on. And it's like, you know, you could look at it like, dang, I just gave this dude some chocolate milk. Like, chill out, bro. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, or like, that's cool, but it's like, wow. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I said. I read through, like, like I got something to show you, man. Yeah. You show me this bottle of milk in the note, and I was just like, wow. <laughs> what? I was like, it's Dude, just like. And that's, that's, like, that's got to be so rewarding to you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That fulfillment, like we talked about. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's huge. I guess when you're able to, like, obviously that was a little different, not. You know, if you were a cash register, not everybody's going, saying, thank you for 
Oh yeah, for, <laughs> for providing my family with food at the groceries, like you know. Yeah. Unfortunately, people don't think like that. I, I feel like we should, but that's what I'm saying. It's it's cool to be able to switch your be like have a you know an, an automatic negative thought because you do you know you could get stuck in a in a routine and and it could get boring or whatever. Yeah, it may be. But being able to just stop, no matter what you do, and say you know like. Uh, like I'm, this is my service, and anything I do, I I should want to do good. I should, yeah, you know, hundred percent. I mean, that's how I felt after this weekend at Amaya's house. You know, I was telling people like, yo, like this is our the people, roots, man. This is our niche. The people this are so is like, awesome. Stacy and Domingo, yeah, amazing people. And Joe, <laughs> I just met. And then what was uh, Adam? Was it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Adam was a great guy. Um, just everyone was so genuine, nice, and like we were, we were all there for something bigger than ourselves, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It wasn't there was no competition or like Amen. we were all just doing a service for something that's, way bigger than ourselves. Honestly, probably another reason that you know, like, because I think that's what everybody wants in life on the low, like yeah. low key is is to be a part of something bigger than themselves. That's what this is about yeah you know like we want to know everybody and promote everybody and be friends with everybody because that's everybody everybody needs that everybody needs to be a part of something bigger than themselves that's another another piece of this this puzzle man that we're that's such a nugget (laughs) it's gosh so much much better than those nuggets they're serving at mcdonald's that garbage (laughs) oh no Eight golden nuggets oh, no. for breakfast. Oh no! Don't get me started. <laughs> that McDonald's poo poo. Yeah, yeah. No service. Uh, service. If you, I wasn't kidding. If there's one thing to take away from this ramble. It's oh, service. No, it, was, it was a ramble of knowledge. But yeah, service is essential. I I think that that was by far the best birthday present I've ever received. Damn. Bold statement, Cotton. Yeah. It was that good, though. Yeah. That's what I you agree. get out of it. I agree. Um, me and you leaving even to her, I was like speechless. Yeah. I was like. Well, it was so cool because we got to meet her and talk to her. And, yeah. We got to meet her. You know, and, we told her about this, about the podcast, and that's why I said something maybe we, we'll get her on here in the next few weeks, but we were telling her about the podcast, like, oh, maybe, you know, if you'd ever like to come on, she, she was I, you know, I love to tell my story Yeah, because I know it could help other people. And we were like, well, you sound like our kind of lady. Yeah. And <laughs> it's a pleasure to meet you. Nah, fantastic. Absolutely phenomenal. Something big too. I wanted to touch on, um, someone who talks big on service is, uh, Mr. J Shetty. <laughs> Mr. Shetty. Mr. Shetty. I know you, you've been big into him and. You know, you sent me a, um, a podcast he did with Tom Billu, um, oh, and I was, you know, that's a tr- double, that's a triple threat with only two people. He, he. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, bro. I was, you know, bored in the plan. You're like, you can download podcasts, and I was like, that's fantastic. Yeah. Okay, yeah, and like, I'm about to take <laughs> off, and I'd make, I download this real quick. Uh, I downloaded two of them, but on, luckily, only the Jay Shetty one went, and that's just fine. Wow, and. 
you know, usually I'll, I'll listen to music on the plane. Yeah, take it, yeah, like yeah. sit back, relax, uh, close your eyes, where you just wake up in a different the podcasts state. Podcasts have changed my Bro, life. Bro, I pulled my laptop out, just ripping apart notes. I was just pulling nuggets out of everything, dude. There was so much knowledge. Yeah. In that, and like a lot of it was just, you know, finding your purpose and being selfless and the the act of giving dude like we were talking about this so big upstairs but like i just love i love this industry of helping people bro facts whether it's a non-profit project or a breakthrough in your life or your emotions your whatever it may be it's so cool that they're all intertwined and connected. I was, I was about to literally pull the words out of my mouth, dude. I was that's about what, to say, it's so dope how it's so con- It's all connected. You know, all these it's people like, that collab. It's, it's Miley Cyrus and Dr. Eamon. I, you know? Like, come on, right, dude. Right, And she, Miley Cyrus she was on the Joe, is, Ro- yeah, the Joe Rogan huge. podcast. Tell you how many, how many little girls looked up to Hannah Montana, Miley Cyrus. Yeah, Dr. Daniel Eamon. Mrs. She's Mrs. Perfect, kind of, you know, or you think, like, everything is... Of course. She lives some perfect life, but, like, she she doesn't, like, and she talks about that in, like, that podcast with Joe Rogan. You know, that actually like, reminds me of something that it was so good, I have to, I have to plug it. I have to, it's a... That's what we're about. I don't know if you know anything about Rain Wilson. No. So... He's Dwight on The Office. Okay. Dwight Schrute. Okay. Yeah, yeah everybody cool. knows Dwight Schrute. If you, All right. if you well, put what like I didn't that, know about yeah. Rain Wilson is he's like one of the biggest activists of our time. Like, massive. He just came out fairly recently with a, he has a YouTube channel. It's called Soul Pancake that he's a part owner in. And they just did a, a, a documentary, a short documentary. It's like 30 minutes, I think. It's, the, it's on YouTube. And it's free. You could go watch it right now. It's called Laughing Matters, and it's a bunch of comedians just talking through mental health. It's it's fantastic. Damn. Yeah, well, I'll, we might have to watch right after, after this. we finish this up. Yeah, no, Laughing Matters on YouTube. It's on Soul Pancake. So awesome, though. So awesome. Sorry, I didn't mean to revert us, but that just reminded me, like, whew. My bad, man. If you remember where you were. Well, yeah, we were just talking about <laughs> Han- Hannah Montana a little bit, oh, or yeah. Miley Cyrus. Just how, and, just how everything's all intertwined, man. And what was the she? What was the book she saw by Eamon? It change was Change Your Brain, Change Your Life. Change Your Brain, that Change Your Life. That was one of those older she, ones. She said she was like walking in the airport and saw about this to book. About leave the country. About to leave the country, yeah, and grabs this book. Yeah. She's like, and she's Change Your changed, Brain, Change Your Life. She's it like, changed her life. That's what she was like. I wanted to change my life. and Yeah. And then... I guess Dr. Eamon ended up being her psychiatrist for the last 10 years. Yeah. Because he's, you know, he's all in the neuro and the brain health and the neuroscience of, of everything. But um, he's also been practicing psychiatry for yeah. 30 years. Yeah, that, that blew me away. I that was whole like, realm, dude, is a, is a trip. I mean, I just uh, had a meeting with a, a psych, my psychiatrist and... Yeah, you know, I was kind of putting her on to that. I'm like, football had to do something to my brain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I mean, sorry. No, no, no I, I know where you're coming from. It's I'm not laughing because it's funny. No. It's just like, because of how like we talk about it so much and like, it's so, it's so true. It's so 
sad. Honestly. But, yeah. That's what it just like it blows me away, man. But I, I was telling her, like, you know, part of me has fear of you know, trying the medication route again um for depression and anxiety because like you said, it's just symptom clusters. It's like of yeah. how other people feel that's and doc, it's not uh, Dr. Amen. On it's his, not in individualized, book, so like he put as me much on, as they say it is, it's not. He put me onto the the DSM four or five, I believe it is. It's the book that it's the symptom cluster book. It's yeah, the, how they diagnose like mental psychiatric illnesses. It's crazy, blows me away. That's why I, through reading Doctor Amon's book, I found Doctor Hyman. He's a functional medicine practitioner, and that's what functional medicine's all about. Is yeah, it, the way he explained it is, you know, I noticed I was fixing these, you know, these nutritional deficiencies in these, and then my and my patients would come back and say, "Well, Doctor Hyman, my depression's gone too." You know, my, you know, so he calls himself the accidental psychiatrist when all he was doing was looking at the actual history of a person, when you go, you know, when you go, you, you know, the healthcare system doesn't really work like that. It's kind of in and out. Here's some antibiotics. Yep. Got, you know, got to keep, got to keep running, got to keep going. Yeah. Versus look like he takes it down to, well, it's, well, you know, were you, were you born normally, vaginally, or were you a C-section? Bro, That's how I deep. just... I just talked about this yesterday with my therapist. <laughs> Big. Oh my gosh. Dude, because if it messes with your biology, it's not natural. I Bro, I, I literally have notes right here. That's crazy that you bring this up cuz like <laughs> That's and that's how far they go back though, and that's why yeah. that like that stuff matters. Or you you know, you were telling me I don't want to like share stuff, but the car crash before that's, you were born. That's what I was literally about to get into you know, here. Or that's that's that separation of me and my, like of my birth, mm-hmm. that separation wasn't natural, you know. So the C-section, like they're they're detaching you quite from, literally from what you've been attached to for from so the womb long, unnaturally without without detaching. Yeah, and that that plays into like my fearful anxiety of a, of detachment. Um. You know, that's mm-hmm. just, it was crazy because I've always like, I've never had vocabulary or the right wording or description to put behind it. And like yesterday, me and my therapist wow. were bringing it back. He's like, so how were you born? Um, did you have any traumatic events? Like, did mm-hmm. you have the fear of separation at a young age? And I was like, yeah. Like, I didn't like to go sleep over at mm-hmm. friends' houses until I was like 12. Yep. I mean. Yeah, I remember you saying yeah, that. Yeah, and he and then, you know, wow. he was like, well, "Were you born by a C-section?" Yeah, and I yeah. actually was. Just quite the coincidence, you know. But it was weird because, you know, he had me. Um, it made us realize that that's why I have these external um, safety and security dependencies, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and then that's why. Yeah, and that's and we tied that into Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Um, and, you know, in the base of the base, the bottom of that pyramid in the hierarchy of needs 
is your safety and security. Mm-hmm. And you get that usually with your at birth with your mom and right that attachment, off the bat. that safety, security. You know, I've always been a mama's boy. Right you know, it's a, so it's that naturalness. Of and then, it. typically, as we're kids, um, we start to get over this, um, these external um, safety and securities within people. When we start to find like, oh, this is my favorite teddy bear. I always have to have him, mm-hmm. or your baby blanket, or your binky. Like those are external things that provide you safety and security. I imagine too that there's got to be some kind of not physical like, but psychological safety that you need as well. Exactly. And then we tied that into like I feel I never really had that like connection with like a baby blanket or mm-hmm. a teddy bear. So that's why I tend to find this safety and security within other people. Mm-hmm. That's why I was so attached to my mom and that's why I've been so attached to like my relationships. Yep. Is because I've always found that externally when he's like typically as we grow up like People, you should want to find those that safety and security internally mm-hmm. within yourself. Right, that's that so, psychological. You know, so big. like just talking about it and getting big that vocabulary, big. like yeah. I mean, I know I'll find a way to get that safety and security sure. internally. Well, here's the thing, you know, now you know exactly and, and why, because he looked at where you started, yep. like your past, and that's that's why I'm all into the, you know I'm. I'm so just head first into all this functional medicine and this brain health versus uh, mental health. Yeah. Where it's like, I'm not, you know, there's never any, there's always, there's, there's medications for a reason. There's, you know, these are all things for a reason. But mo- like a lot, more than like a lot of these things can be fixed just by not eating the Travis Scott meal or, <laughs> you know. Don't or, even get me started. <laughs> or, you know, fixing your nutritional deficiencies because our food system's so terrible. It's like we're not, you know, obesity wasn't a thing in, the, like, we don't have, like, a surplus of food like we have refined, ultra-processed food versus hunting and gathering our food, eating maybe once a day, once a week, maybe sometimes. Like we were evolved to burn our fat for energy. Now we're burning all these extra calories that we, all this sugar and refined, like it's just, you know, it all matters. Like everything that you, your environment, um, the way, the way you treat your body, what you put in your body, what you do with your body. Yeah. Like that all is very, very much tied together. Why do you think, Jay Shetty, you know, a monk, a former monk, is on um, Dr. Hyman's functional medicine podcast, or why Dr. Hyman's on Tom Bilyeu's impact theory, which is all about, you know, this motivate, you know, like, why do you think all that stuff's connected? Because it's actually all connected in real life, probably. Like, yeah. That's so awesome, though. Not that even you, a probably. It you, is. I mean, we hadn't, I don't know, we hadn't talked about that at all. That's so. Like, well, that, that, just, that was yesterday, bro. Word. Well, I don't, that's so crazy that you brought yeah. that up because that was literally yesterday with my therapist. Well, it's crazy because I, I, always, I always think about like my own family when I'm reading these books, of course, and my past and you know their issues, my issue, you know, or because you know that's that's part of it. 
Yeah. And I was thinking about, I think my, one of my sisters was a C-section as well. Um, and I just, I feel like I see that difference almost. Yeah. In just like their, you know, their stature or their, you know, it could, it could come in the forms of a lot of things. I don't know. 100%. That's so crazy though. I love that, man. Yeah. No, it was crazy. Sh- like, that's so awesome though. And then what was it? Um, there's different attachment styles too, mm-hmm. which, um, the, Jay Shetty actually did a, a podcast on all of the different attachment styles. Different, yeah. So, I, <laughs> um, I didn't send it to you. <laughs> but I mean, I'm already consuming yeah, it now. Exactly. So like, I was doing some research, and I I can't remember exactly which one I am. Um, I think there's like three or four. There's four. Main, there's three main ones though. The fourth one's not as often. Well, the, the fourth the fourth one the fourth one is a mix of two of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, no. So I'm gonna look them up real quick. Do it. You don't. You don't. We out here. Attachment styles. There we go. Internet so quick. Um, already yeah, got grateful. them for you guys. Grateful. Very grateful. So we have the secure attachment style, mm. which is confident, reciprocal, non-reactive, and resilient. Um, yeah. it's the first one. Second is anxious, preoccupied, which is emotional hunger, uh, fantasy bond, lacking of nurturing, and turbulence. Then there's okay. dismissive, avoidant. Which is, you know, isolation, ambiguity, um, emotional distant, or emotionally distant, and then the one I was was uh, avoidant, fearful, so or fearful, avoidant. Either one you want to say, but the points to that are you are more dependent in relationships than avoidant. Um, you strongly fear rejection. Um, so at times you have a low sense of self-esteem and has a high anxiety in relationships. Like, wow. <laughs> you know, like, I'm, and I feel that's where I was and I feel I'm growing to be in a different spot. I don't know which one I'll go into, but like, you know, the low self-esteem. I feel I've been working on my self-confidence and, you know, whether that's body image or... You know, just overall confidence, you know. So I love that too because it's all in your own head, you know. Yeah. So it's like that's real work right there. For I real. also love that. I guess sneak peek. Um, Katie's book is on people pleasing, and she continuously, like that's like her whole book is a guide to not see yourself through others' lenses that yeah. makes sense you know like people pleasing is so natural and it's funny because we're people people and that's it's not you it even goes down to like you know because she was a little it's a little different she was like shy versus people you know in a form of more like how we are with that like almost you know like it's like constantly making people laugh or yeah. You know, like we we tend to I feel like from a young age, I think we hook on to that because it's like well, if you don't feel good about yourself and then somebody says something to you good about you know, somebody says something good to you when you have low self esteem and feel bad, 
and that makes you feel better. Oh, well, that's that that's awesome. That must be how I feel better all the time is counting on these people always tell, you know, giving me giving me that self-esteem. I feel that. You know what I mean? Yes and no, cuz then I also feel this is why the avoidant fearful resonates with me is because re- not recently, but I've always had a problem of like accepting praise um and love you know if people always telling me like oh like you did such a good job you have such big things going for you like all this and then part of me in my head at like that low self-esteem like i feel like plays into why it's hard for me to accept that yeah i feel that you you know what i'm saying i guess in my in my own i guess experience because i've also i guess I guess I could say I do as well have have trouble, you know, it's just kind of like, uh, th- you know, thanks. <laughs> it's like, you know, to be honest, a great example would be like, I consistently get people like telling me, uh, like my body, you know, obviously I went to the gym and is very serious about it and been multiple <laughs> years. And the Mikey C you know, diet, are, I tell everyone about it. People always are like, yeah, this is just an example, you know, one piece in my, in my life of where it's like, you know, oh man, you look, you're jacked or you're, you know, like whatever they may say. And I'm low key, never like, I'm just kind of in the back of my head like, yeah, no, <laughs> you know, like there's always that you're just, no. So I do feel that, but I don't know, I guess. I think that's that that avoidant. I think that's where the word avoidant comes in too, because you're almost like avoiding in, internally avoiding. Yeah, internally avoiding the praise. The praise, the praise is there. It's externally there, hundred yeah. percent. But internally, there's avoidant. You're avoidant of it, and that's how I feel. I am. I'm definitely. I don't know. I, that's been huge for me. Is I can't say because it, it's half and half. I say because sometimes you know, like when. Amaya says, thank you guys so much, you know? Yeah. I felt that. And I felt that in her, and I could feel it off of her. Yeah. I could feel her thank. And that's like, even when, you know what I mean? Her, like, when that's her not, daughter came running out by herself. Yeah, that's It wasn't not, even like her mom said, go say thank you to them. Her, Amaya's daughter comes out running outside. Oh, yeah. Thank you, everyone. Yeah. And I was like, that was, I was like, wow. But, you know, like, that's, I guess it's a little different. In the in the sense of you know we were what we were doing and all that, but I still do have that a lot of the time. Of I do get that. I do understand the praise. Yeah, and I I don't know. You always want more, and you always want to keep moving forward. But you should. It's definitely something to stop and and take in. That was something big I was talking about my therapist yesterday, how as humans, we're always naturally, we're always going to want more. You're going to hit your, you know, it first comes to like, oh, I want to make six figures. (laughs) And then it's like, oh, now I want to make a million dollars. And then it's like next, oh, I want to do this. I don't think it's as humans naturally. It's just the system we're in. Because if you ask Jay Shetty, you know. That's the whole thing about being a monk is they're in the present. Like, that's their whole. True. Like, being I, I, present. I can see that. They don't need anything but the present. You know, but that's, 
where like that balance of because yeah you could have that mentality of like win no matter what like I'll kill somebody to win but well some people do have that mentality and it works yeah, for them true but without the balance of being grateful I guess and being present in the moment and having that drive you know it's going to be cuz you could also be total monk but then you might that not, might not be what you actually want for yourself you might want a brand new laptop and that's okay you know but having that balance between the two i think is the big old key right there brother on your yeah. key chain of doors to unlock wow <laughs> Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, but, man. Uh, yeah, I guess I mean, we I, could we could wrap it on on that. I was thinking. We could wrap it on that. We 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 got a little long, little longy. It's all right. Nah, it's not that bad. Um, I was about to say I listened to an hour and a half Jay Shetty. Oh yeah, I listened to two uh, hour. Po- that's why I love. Dude, I think it's not too hard if you want to listen to thirty seven, thirty eight minutes. Of- do you want to get ahead in life, at all, with yourself? Make your car a university, and every time you get in your car, put on a podcast. It doesn't even have to be our podcast, because I get it. Find a professional that you like doing whatever you want to do. Put a podcast on instead of music. Wow! (laughs) Make your car a university? Yeah, I I got that advice years ago, and it was, I don't know if you said quite that, but yeah that's massive yeah we're gonna end it right there we're gonna end it right there um for sure make your car university uh, learn thank you for watching another episode we got next week we have we're gonna have a special guest actually yeah and it's gonna be a little different um of a, a of a setup um but we're gonna have somebody on uh somebody that i admire a friend of rgr's uh, with a new book out, I've mentioned a few times um, the name in the book, but I'm gonna leave it with the cliffhanger. See if you could scribble back and because I did, I think I even mentioned her, her name. You did, but I'll I'll give you with a little cliffhanger on the end. If you want to go back, you can. Um, gonna be we're super excited. Just came out with the book. We're gonna interview, have her on, peel her thoughts, and it's gonna be fun. It is. So that's all for this time. It's episode 18 of The Chop. Appreciate everyone for listening, watching, streaming, whatever it may be. But as always, stay grinding. Stay grinding. I don't want me back.